I'm not talented or special in anything that somebody isn't. Yeah. I just, I just decided to do something and I did it. And that's, that's the only difference. And so I think anybody could have done it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ecom Growth Show. Let's go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ecom Growth Show. Today we have with us Justine Woods of the Bookish Shop, and they do they do some super stuff, super cool stuff, where um, they're actually selling uh, subscription box that are based on a monthly theme, you know, of either a, a young adult novel or an adult novel. And so, just wanted to hear a little bit more about what you guys have going on, your story getting started, and uh, yeah, we're really excited to have you on and, and hear more about what you guys do and your story of uh, getting to where you are today. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess what we really do is we're like a place for people who are geeky, but also like want to be like subtly geeky, I guess, Mm -hmm. you know, like (laughs) there's stores you could go to and you can get a shirt and people are going to be like, oh, I know what that's from. And then there's other things that are like subtle and they look like you could have got it somewhere else. And then you're like, read the quote and you're like, oh, wait, I think I know what that is or whatever. And that's kind of always our angle with everything. Um, So with the subscription box, it's been really cool. We get to make exclusive editions of all the books we do. So that means you can only get it from us. We work alongside publishers and authors to do this. All of our books are signed. They have exclusive covers and we get to do really special Features that you wouldn't see in a book that you just pick up in a random bookstore um, from like the edges of the pages having like stencil spray design to art on the reverse of the dust jacket. It's really fun. So I love what we do. And like origin of that is that we didn't start there. (laughs) Like It took a while to get there. What were some of the uh, first steps of like getting to where you are now? Because you guys are doing quite a bit of business Things are going well. People love your products. They love being a part of the uh-huh. uh, the subscription. And like you said, just love being able to flex, you know, but in a, in a very subtle way, in a very unique way. And so that's really cool that you have so much originality behind what you do and even the exclusive um, additions that you guys put in those boxes. That's super awesome. But what did it look like yeah. at the beginning? Well, at the beginning, um, I was a stay-at-home mom on WIC who had no money. And I obsessed with reading books. And I don't know if you guys know this, but books are really expensive for somebody who has like a very small, like fun part of their income. Mm. So I found out that I could review books on a blog with my friend and then publishers and authors would send us books for free in like us reading and reviewing it to promote it. So we did that. And we wanted to kind of push it further because we were like, okay, but like we're getting this following, like how can we do this? So we started selling shirts and every single shirt was literally hand painted by me. It was a lot of work and we started growing and uh, my friend and I went separate ways and she'd always really wanted it to stay a hobby because she had income. And so she was comfortable with her income and I always wanted to make more and do more. So as soon as we went separate ways, I really just like pushed really hard to do more. So I launched the shop to be a bigger platform. We got off of Etsy and started doing other things. So I had more control. And then um, the whole subscription box thing kind of came about because the people who were putting on a, uh, like a red carpet premiere for 50 shades of gray movie reached out to me to do shirt 
shirts and they needed like a ridiculous amount of shirts in two weeks. And I'd never, I was screen printing at that time, but I'd never done that many, Wow! but there was like no way I was going to say no because <laughs> of course, like, yeah. the celebrities are going to take pictures in it. It's going to be impressed. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and so I was able to whip out like hundreds of these shirts in like a wow. week's time frame. Just all by and yourself on the, the, your screen printer. And it's not even a screen printer. Like when I say screen printing, I mean, I had a screen on my kitchen table oh, and I was man. just doing everything I could. And I didn't even know that you could like add it to the ink so that it wouldn't dry out. So I had like, I had to get like 10 of the exact same design made. So when it dry out, I'd like throw it behind me and keep going, you know, wow. um, it was like a call to all my friends, like come help me and like fold these shirts and iron them so that they're heat pressed. And it was a whole thing. And, um, and so I realized I could do a lot more in a small period of time. At the same time, like a subscription box that was like a crafter's box asked me to make something to put in their box. And that's when it like hit me like subscription box. Mm -hmm. And so when we launched, we just did a shirt and like four items that I got from small and like small shops, like headbands or whatever, all like inspired by a box theme that was related to books. Mm -hmm. But our customers kept asking us to include books. And a couple of years ago, we were like, okay, let's do that. And that's been really cool. We just started being able to do exclusive editions uh, probably about a year and a half ago, two years ago in there, because you have to be ordering quite in bout of a single title for the publisher to let you change something about it mm -hmm. because they, they don't want to do that. <laughs> it costs them money. Totally. So, um, but, but yeah, that's kind of how we got there. That's crazy. And how long ago did you start your business? So we're in our sixth year. Okay. That's awesome. So, so over after the last, about a year. Yeah. Okay. After about a year, you started this subscription model. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. And over the last six years, what's one of the biggest mistakes you made in the business that potentially others could learn from and avoid themselves? I think it was trying to do everything myself for mm. longer than I needed to. Um, and I see other people do it all the time and I just think it's a bad idea. <laughs> like yeah. I am creative and I'm really good at being creator, but I'm not good at marketing. I'm not good. I'm horrible at customer service, especially cause they're talking <laughs> about something I design. Yeah. So like I'm taking it personal and then my mom did my customer service. Also not a good idea because apparently you're protective of your mother. So like when someone's <laughs> meeting your mom, you're like, excuse me. So that didn't go well. <laughs> So I see a lot of small businesses like refuse to get customer service help. And then they're like, well, I'm sorry, it's only me. So you have to wait two weeks to hear a response. And you're like, but you're providing a service someone's paying for that doesn't fly. Like you have to reply to people. Yeah. You're not target, but they want you to be. So you got to try, you know? Yeah. And same with marketing. I think I dumped so much money into nothing with marketing guessing for so long mm -hmm. until we had like an agency to help us. And that was really helpful. So I think, if I could say anything to anybody, it would be as soon as you're able to bring help in, even though it means maybe you're making a little bit less because you're taking home because you're paying employees now, mm -hmm. it is so much better. It's just so much better. That's such good advice. And we're, we see that all the time too, but it's really hard when you create this thing and it's like your baby, it's hard to give up to control to employees because they're going to do things different. They're going to make the same mistakes you made. They're going to have to learn. Mm -hmm. So we see a lot of people just wanting to hold on and keep control over it, but What's some advice about like giving up that control and letting kind of the business uh, start expanding and be more than just what you can do yourself? Well, I'm still very controlling. I mean, I think it's making sure that you trust the people you put in there. So like 
I'm not going to hire somebody who I can pay less, who has no experience because I'm not really going to trust them to do the job. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just not. And the whole time I'm not going to feel comfortable just like hands off, like you're better at this than I am. Mm-hmm. Why would I do it myself when I have a professional right here? But if I'm trying to like cut corners, then I'm probably going to feel a little bit insecure about what they're able to do. And I'm going to feel like I need to like hold it tighter, you know? So for me, it was making sure that the people I brought in, I trusted. So at first it was family members, like, and still now, like the number three person in my company is my sister. So, and I trust mm-hmm. her and she is actually killing it. So she's doing a great job. And I trust her that she, isn't going to, you know, try to steal from me or like Mm -hmm. do something that would undermine the integrity of our business because I mean, that's our livelihoods. Right. Mm -hmm. But now it's like 25 people's livelihoods. So like, and everybody that's involved is just take so much care towards it. And I think having, I don't know, I just feel like don't, if I don't cut corners and I trust who's doing it, I feel much more comfortable about letting them do it. Totally. Yeah. I love your piece of advice too. And and it is such a hard transition for so many people because when you start your business and you get it validated, you know, and you're doing everything yourself, it's, it's like pretty dang profitable because you're all the labor is just you. Um, everything's going well. And, and so you have to, you're faced with this decision to give up some control and potentially give up some profitability. And a lot of people decide that it's not worth it and they kind of stay at the same level that they're at. Um, But then if you choose to actually make that decision and say, hey, I am going to continue growing this, I'm going to hire people, maybe it's going to be a little less profitable, but I'll do more volume. Um, That's how you continue to grow. And I guess what I would ask you is, do you feel like it was worth it to start bringing people on and continue to grow? Or do you ever wish you just stayed where it was only you, it was super profitable, and it was just kind of like this small thing? Well, when I have like a mistake now and it costs me like $50,000 like <laughs> before it was like, you know, $2,000 and I could fix something. Yeah. So that, that is the thing, but here's the thing. I make more profit now than I did when I was doing it myself. And here's the thing. My mental health is so much happier now that I can totally. like, yeah. uh, we're like real life. I'm a mom. And so it's summer. And while we're waiting for a nanny to come in, because now I can afford to have an incredible nanny. Um, while we were waiting for that to get situated, I was able to stay home and just take calls when I needed to and fully trust that my business is not going to implode on itself. Mm -hmm. I can go on vacations now and not at the end of the day, be in my, my room, like working because I have people who are doing it and doing a great job and I make more money now than I could have ever dreamed I would, but absolutely than I did when I first was like first launched and was like, this is good money. If I keep it just at this level, I'll have this money and no employees, but then it's all on you. And that's yeah. a, that's a lot. Yeah. That's you, so awesome. I don't think that's, that doesn't work long-term or big picture ever. That's so awesome because you got the, the intangible benefits that are worth, like you can't even put a value to, you know, like being able to hang out with, with your family, mm-hmm. go on vacation, all these things that just add to the overall wealth of your life. But then as you've continued down that path, it actually provided more resources and finances. Yeah. That's super awesome. Everything that we've done with your guys' team has been huge for us in this last year. Like we started working with somebody for marketing last spring. I was like, we're just not growing. I don't know what's going on. And my friend who owns a business very similar to mine, and we even share an office. Uh, she was like, well, how much are you spending on like Facebook ads? And I was like, oh, I stopped running Facebook ads like two years ago. Maybe that's what happened. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, you idiot. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I, I was like, I'm going to do this because at this point we had really come to like a, 
our box, I think we had like maybe 1500 subscribers and we had really just been sticking there pretty sturdy for like the last year. Mm. And I was like, Oh, we'll just invest more time in the shop because we make more money on those anyways, like those purchases. And, uh, and so I went on like Fiverr and I found somebody and he did a good job for a couple of months, but it seemed like they just kept, they were performing worse and worse. Mm. And I had reached out to you guys at the same time and I had gotten pricing and I was like, we're nowhere near that right now. And then by the time I reached out to you the second time, what you guys are wanting us to do in a month, I was like, oh, we're like spending double that already on marketing. Like we're already kind of doing these things, but I feel like maybe a professional with more experience could tweak it and do it better. And so you guys came in and you guys have been really great for us. Anytime I'm like, oh, I don't really know about this, but I mean, things that like, I don't even think about because I've got too much on my plate. Like, hey, are you guys doing Memorial Day sale? Like, oh, okay. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are doing that. We need the details. And I would have never done that because I was just like Memorial Day and books doesn't make sense. But we made money on our Memorial Day sale. So he's been great. Like this has been a very like positive thing for our business for sure. Like I don't know how much of our stuff you guys see, but our subscribers are now – I mean, we'll be at 7,000 by the end of the summer. Um, So, and that's, I mean, 1500 a year ago today. And that was after like years of doing it. Dude, that's so awesome. Congratulations. That's amazing. And same with our shop. I mean, our shop was maybe getting 10,000 in sales a month. And now we're doing like six to seven a day. So things are really good. Yeah. So, and a lot of that is having some good marketing. Heck yeah. That's awesome. We're really, we're like, you guys will have to kick us out. (laughs) We're not going anywhere. If you were to rewind like six years ago when you were just getting going and told yourself, Hey, look where we're going to be. We're going to be this multi seven figure brand with 25 plus employees. Would you have believed it back then when you were just getting going? No, uh, I mean, um, I, I, I mean, even like one year to the next year, I'm, I, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I'm just putting out decisions that like, this is my goal and this is going to happen. And so I would love to say that like six years ago, I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. But six years ago I was like, okay, well, like how are we going to pay this bill? And like, what are we going to do with this? And you know, Maybe I can make dinner with these like four things. And my husband and I were sharing a car. So I was home all day. Mm. He would go to work. And I mean, I don't think I had the like, I think there's some type of, there's privilege in the ability to dream, obviously. And a lot of people don't get that. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's freedom. You have to have a little bit of freedom and, and something where you feel comfortable to dream big because it's, it's, it's almost depressing to dream like that when you think it's out of reach. So mm-hmm. I like, I never would have thought I could do it, but now if I saw somebody in my position, I can't help but like want to kind of like help them get where they should be going to, because I'm not talented or special in anything that somebody isn't. Yeah. I just, I just decided to do something and I did it. And that's, that's the only difference. And so I think anybody could have done it. That's awesome. Cool. Well, I, I have two more questions to kind of bring us home. And the first one is, you know, what's what's next for you and the book is shop and kind of where you what is your vision for kind of the coming year or coming years? And then I want to end it with if you could give uh, like a new store owner one piece of advice, what would you what would you tell them if you could only choose one thing to tell them? But let's first um, let's start with what's next for you. OK, Um, what's next for me? Um, we've realized that June exclusive editions is very profitable for us. So we're 
heavily pursuing that to the point that we're releasing them on their own outside of the box. Ooh. And that's been great. Our biggest day in sales happened in a half hour. And wow. it was an exclusive box that we did with a book that had nothing to do with the subscription. And so we're just going to keep chasing that. And um, maybe wow. one day I'd like to actually do publishing is really what I'd like to push towards. That's cool. And then for a small business owner or any business owner, I don't know. I think the the main piece of advice that I would always go to it's two. I have to do two. I'm sorry. It's have a professional in as soon as you can and make sure you have an accountant like mm. early on get an accountant Yeah, that all that money that you're making is not yours. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Such well, good advice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as I said at the beginning, we have Justine Woods with us here today. She's dropped some awesome uh, knowledge bombs on us today. And I just want to say, um, Good job and congratulations because I think you're inspiring a lot of uh, store owners that are just yeah. trying to get past the hump. And I just want to give a big shout out to you and your team because you guys are doing amazing things. And, uh, you know, what you're doing with the exclusive editions of these books, like I think it's really innovative and super awesome. So, And I wanted to ask okay, too, well, thank you. Justine, where can people go uh, to find you to subscribe to your books and check check you guys out? So we're super heavy on Instagram and we're just the bookishbox.com or at the bookish box is going to be that. And then you can find us online um, at the bookishbox.com, at the bookishshop.com. All of those are things that you can find us at. Um, and we're on Facebook too. We have a pretty cool Facebook group of people who are like nice. readers and share backs and stuff like that. That's awesome. Good stuff. Well, if you guys like this episode, if you know someone that'd be inspired by it, please share it. Subscribe to our channel, like us, do all the good things, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much, Justine. Thank you.